Chapter Forty Nine of No Quarter. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Shasta, Oakland, California. No Quarter by Thomas Main Reed. Chapter Forty Nine an uphill chase at the sight of the glistening gems a sudden change had come over the features of the trooper their expression of surliness being displaced by that of intense cupidity but for this he might have considered why the offer of such valuable consideration for so trifling a service as it was he had no suspicion of it though on both sides the dialogue had been carried on in guarded undertone for this their reasons were distinct each having his own that of the prisoner is already known while a simple instinct had guided the corporal a fear that the negotiation between them might not be altogether agreeable to his superiors more cautious than ever after declaring it a bargain he glanced furtively to the front then rearward to assure himself they had not been overheard nor their tete-a-tete noticed by any of the officers it seemed all right none of these being near and his next thought was how to effect the exchange agreed upon the files were wide apart and very little order in the line of march a circumstance observed by eustace trevor with satisfaction as likely to help him in his design they were passing through a district unoccupied by any enemy and where surprise was the last thing to be thought of but even straggled out as was the troop any transfer of horses however adroitly done would not only be remarked upon but cause a block in the marching column the which might bring about inquiry as to the reason and the guard if not the prisoner in trouble you mount a patience for a bit said the former in view of the difficulty tain't safe for me to be changin horses on the road but you won't have long to wait only till we get to the bottom of that hill you see ahead akenbury it be called there we can do the thing why there the question was put with a special object apart from the questioner's impatience cause i went in that be there it stand this side of where the pitch begins the sheriff always stops at it going from goodrich to hereford and he be sure a makin halt the day whence we be halted you copperhand captain the man had grown civil almost to friendliness the prospect of being possessed of a valuable ring for but an hour's loan of his new horse had worked wonders could he but have known that he was hypothecating the more valuable animal 
with but slight chance of redeeming it the bargain would have been off on the instant his avarice blinded him and his prisoner now felt good as sure he would soon have Sullivan once more between his knees i do comprehend quite was the young officer's satisfied response and they drove on without further speech both purposely refraining from it the corporal might have saved his breath in imparting the situation of the inn under akenbury hill eustace trevor knew the house well as he perhaps better having more than once baited his horse there familiar was he with the roads and country around not so far from his native place of Abergenani. Besides, he had an uncle who lived nearer, and as a boy with his cousins had ridden and sported all over the district. This topographical knowledge was now likely to stand him instead, and, as he thought of the Monmouth Road joining that he was on, near the head of akenbury pitch he fairly trembled with excitement could he but reach their point of junction on saladin's back he would be free how he longed to arrive at the roadside hostelry every second seemed a minute every minute an hour it was reached at length and his suspense brought to an end true to expectation a halt was commanded and the extended line closing up came to a stand on the open ground before the inn a scrambling house of antique architecture its swing sign suspended from the limb of an oaken giant whose spreading branches shadowed a large space in front under this lingon and his officers made stop still keeping to their saddles and calling to benefice and his assistants to serve them there it was only for a draft they had drawn up the journey too short to need resting their horses nor was there any dismounting among the rank and file rearward save where some trooper whose girths had gotten loosened to took the opportunity to drop down and tighten them seeming to do the same was the corporal in charge of eustace trevor his prisoner too both on the ground together only an instant till they were in the saddle again but with changed horses and the blood crusted ring at the bottom of a corporal's pocket meanwhile the officers under the tree had got served and cups in hand were quaffing joyously in high glee all for the sun now well up promised a day gloriously fine and they were about to make entry into hereford with flying colors nearly twenty prisoners it would be as a triumphal procession a cry strangely intoned 
brought their merriment to an abrupt end a chorus of shouts quick following with the clatter of hoofs turning they saw one on horseback just parting from the troop as if his horse had bolted and was running away with him but no prisoner escaping came the call as everyone could now see it was the man in rich garb but soiled and torn the horse a bit of blood none of their prisoners had been riding one of the officers they had taken which the question was answered by the high sheriff himself zounds it's that young renegade trevor he mustn't escape gentlemen all after him down went tankards and flagons dashed to the ground spilling the wine they had not time to drink and off all set swords drawn and spurs buried rowel deep the common men save those cumbered with prisoners joined in the pursuit some unslinging lances or firelocks others plucking pistols from their holsters shoot shouted lyndon bring him down or the horse it was the critical moment for the fugitive and in modern days would have been fatal to him but the old snap hands and clumsy horse pistol of the steward times were little reliable for a shot upon the wing as as a winged bird saladin was sweeping away both volley and straggling fire failed to stay him and ere the pursuers were well laid on the pursued was at least fifty lengths ahead of the foremost up the hill toward hereford was he heading this a surprise to all in that direction were only his enemies and he could easily have gone off in the opposite with hope of getting to gloucester at starting he had even to pass the group of officers under the tree and why setting his face for hereford as it were rushing out of one trap to run into another he knew better fleeing to the capital of the county was the farthest thing from his thoughts his goal was monmouth but first the forking of the roads on the shoulder of akenbury hill that reached with no contretemps between he might bid defiance to the clackering ruck in his rear the distance he was so rapidly gaining upon them told him he had not been mistaken about the superior qualities of his steed if the latter should show bottom as it already had heels his chances of escape were good and the omens seemed all in his favor his own horse so oddly restored to him the luck of that ring left unpilfered during his imprisonment and lastly to have come unscathed out of the shower of bullets sent after him they had whistled past his ears 
not one touching him or the horse he thought of these things when far enough ahead to reflect and the farther he rode the greater grew his confidence saladin would be sure to justify his good opinion of him and saladin seemed to quite comprehend the situation he at least knew his real owner and master was once more on his back which meant something and having received word and sign for best speed the first on the last a peculiar pressure of the rider's knees he needed no urging of whip or spur without them he was doing his utmost up the pitch went he as hair against hill up the channel-like trackway between the escarpments of the old red sandstone that looked like artificial walls on upward breasting the steep with as much apparent ease as though he galloped along level ground no fear of anything equine overtaking him no danger now for the pursuers were out of sight round many turnings of the road the hue and cry was growing fainter and farther off and the stone which marked the forking of the roots would soon be in sight eustace trevor's heart throbbed with emotions it had long been a stranger to for they were sweet he now felt good as sure he would get off and to escape in such fashion would do something to restore his soldierly repute forfeited by the affair of hollymead nothing had more exasperated him than his facile capture there above all the light in which a certain lady would regard it but now he could claim credit for a deed not done yet was his muttered explanation interrupting the pleasant train of thought as he reined his horse to a sudden halt he was approaching the head of the pitch had almost surmounted it when he saw what seemed to tell him his attempt at escape was a failure all his strategy with the swiftness of his steed to no purpose a party of mounted men just breaking cover from among the trees and aligning themselves across the road at the same instant came the customary hail who are you for the dazzle of the sun right before his face and behind their backs hindered his seeing ought to give a clue to their character only the glance of arms and accoutrements proclaiming them soldiers and as no soldiers were like to be there save on the royalist side to declare himself truthfully and respond for the parliament would be to pronounce his own doom yet he hated in his heart to cry for the king nor would the deception serve him they coming up behind would soon be up and lay it bare he glanced to right and left 
only to see that he was still between high banks of the sunken causeway on neither side a possibility of scaling them to escape across country it was but a question then to which he should surrender the foe in front or that he had late eluded there was not much to choose between them in either case he would be returned to the sheriff of Hereford, but to cut short suspense he decided on giving himself up at once the road was blocked by a party of horse and weaponless to attempt running the gauntlet of them would be to get piked out of his saddle or cut to pieces in it these observations and reflections occupied but an instant to end his responding for the parliament he might as well make a clean breast of it and tell the truth we see you are come on surprised was he at the rejoinder as at the voice that gave utterance to it which seemed familiar to him but his surprise became astonishment when the speaker added quick trevor we're in ambuscade and drawing nearer the sun now out of his eyes he saw that the well-known banneret with sword crown in its field waving above the head of sir richard walwyn chapter forty nine